Howdy everybody, this is Jordan and this is Rambler. This is going to be our, basically our blooper and car talk episode. Amari and I have both recently been doing a lot of job interviews and I just started a new job. So we decided that we were going to edit some of our very old and very bad content to put out for you guys. Uh, Amari wasn't able to call me today, so I'm just going to do these announcements by myself. First things first, uh, Amari and I spent hours and hours in the car together, so I recorded some of our just nonsense, so this episode doesn't really have any context or linear format, so if that's what you're looking for, uh, we don't have it right now, so that's that. Um, Another thing to know is that this is us being completely unfiltered, so we talk about our lives and some pretty serious things. I will be putting trigger warnings in the description of the episode. So, uh, sorry about the audio. I did the very best I could. The first large bit of it I edited myself, and then I will also be editing a clip that I sent out to someone who volunteered to help me improve the sound and I will also be adding his Twitter information because uh, him and his family have people that they need to take care of and they also produce and sell their own digital art and their partner produces and sells her own jewelry. So I will be leaving that information in the description as well because it's been really tight that people have just come out and volunteered to help us get better at learning how to do audio because we have literally no experience so every episode you hear I am learning new things about editing and audio basically every time we record so here is all well not all of it but the most salvageable clips of some of our car talks And so we had little chairs, little wooden chairs, and like really old ass 
sleep at all. And I'd sit on the floor and I would just like watch TV that way. And she was sitting on the arm of the couch one day and I'm sitting like in front of the fucking TV. And I remember clear as fucking day, this like announcer was just like, yeah, sink in the bottom of the lake. And I remember they had said like, oh, when he had sex with the body, it's after they were like decomposed. And I remember turning to my grandma and looking at her and being like, do you and grandpa have sex? And she just looked at me. <laughs> And he just didn't say a fucking word. And I had this realization, like, perhaps this wasn't the right time. It's funny that you asked your old-ass grandparents if they were still making the beast with two backs. <laughs> Literally, but it was after we were, like, we were watching the show of this guy, like, talking about having sex with dead bodies and stuffing their fucking vaginas full of rocks. So they'd sink to the bottom of the lake, the lake he was throwing them in. And I just had the idea of, you have sex. Uh, you poor desensitized child. You've been traumatized for so long, you don't even know, like, you're just like, anyways. Oh my gosh, we used to watch Sylvia Brown, too. On fucking, uh, what was that guy's name? Montel Williams? Oh, fucking Montel. We watched Montel Williams, and Sylvia Brown would be on there, and, like, I would go The spirits say your number is five and three. It was my shit. I was like, damn. This bitch knows things. I was like, she knows some shit. And my grandma and I would just sit there and watch it. Just watch Sylvia Brown. She's, <laughs> your grandma has like probably a huge astrology book somewhere like bad omens in the sky this morning. Can't go out. No thinky. She was actually so Baptist. She was like, you can't read Harry Potter because I don't want any fucking witchcraft in this house. That's we'd watch Sylvia Brown. She'd be like, it's different. It's a gift from God. It's different. She still watches, like, what's that guy's name he does now? He's the white bald guy who does the DNA tests. It's not Maury. Um, the guy who used to be, like, a wrestler or something? Yeah. She loves him. Oh, no. I'll walk in. She'll be watching that show. She'll be like, it's my shows, Maury! Literally. And we used to watch Days of Our Lives together. I don't know why I imagine your grandma yelling a lot, but she seems like a lady who yells. Yeah, she doesn't actually curse a lot, but if she She's does, loud. if she does, it's something crazy like, oh, horse shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's her thing. <laughs> she'll sit down, turn the fucking TV on, she'll be watching CNN, and I'm like, girl, stop watching CNN. And the phone will ring, and as soon as she sits down, oh, horse shit. Oh, my God. Oh, hamster fuckers. I just, <laughs> I imagine all the weird things, like,
lady can carry a fucking grudge. Oh, she's carrying a grudge. She hates them. She'll still accept their tomatoes every year, but she fucking hates them. It's like those goddamn motherfuckers always bringing me their sweet, sweet garden foods. Fuck them. We've been trying to make amends for 25 years. That cat's <laughs> dead, so we're all of its children. I'm still mad. She's pissed. That's and then she's on this, she, she names cats like stupid shit like Baby Girl and JJ, even though there have been like 40 fucking Baby Girls and JJs. This is JJ49. <laughs> this is JJAC. There's this one cat named JJ that's been visiting her. And the, there is an owner of the cat who knows exactly where his fucking cat is. The cat gets out, refuses to go home, and just chills on my grandma's front porch. Mm-hmm. And he fucking loves her. And then they come and they yell at my grandma and they're like, stop feeding our cat, he won't come over. And she's just like, maybe it's because you're a horrible person and your cat likes me. And so she has this cat that's not even technically hers that basically lives there. Like, they've kind of given up lately just trying to find this cat. Well, after a while, I have to be like, that's a really old, senile lady. She's not even going to outlive the cat. Oh, and like, I don't even know what the cat's real name is. The cat has a real name. It's not JJ, but she renamed the cat and the cat responds to JJ. (laughs) <laughs> and he's old. He used to be a black and white cat. And he's big. And he's fluffy. But, like, he's so fucking old that now he's just, like, turning brown. Oh, no. And she gets real pissed off because, like, if the cat comes back with any wound, she's like, I know somebody shot my cat with a BB gun. And I'm like, Grandma. Or maybe he got into a fight with another cat because he's old. <laughs> and that's just what he does. Which is how she is, man. You have so many cats. So many stray cats. She just has stray cat energy. Julian is a little bit of a weirdo cat whisperer. Like, she'll, like, run up to a fucking feral, rabbit-ass-looking, mean-ass dog cat and just be like, hello, and just, like, pet it, and it loves her. Anybody else gets to do that cat is like, <laughs> you know, and starts spitting at him. I've had cats in that Turns into a chimera, rips off their heads. Yeah, follow me all the way back home. Some cats will follow me around. I have pretty good luck with stray dogs, though. I don't really have luck with dogs, but I think I have my grandma's cat. Yeah. I just like animals that are kind of dusty and a little bit feral, and they like me back. Yeah. Yeah. A little dusty, tiny bit feral. Just enough to make things fun. I think, like, if she had familiars, they would definitely be cats. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> she also, like, lied to me when I was a kid to keep me out of the woods. She'd be like, your hair's mine. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like, sorry, guys. I love your fucking paranoid, agoraphobic-ass granny. She'd be like, there are bears. She can't go in there. And I remember one time, there actually was a bear in our area that was spotted wandering around. I don't know how the fuck that bear got there, but it was in the local newspaper. And she cut it out, and she's like, I told you there are bears. Black Girl Forest Cup. Yeah, 
Yeah, because I was like, I was running. <laughs> They're like, no, dude, you can't go in the trains because there are bears back there. Those high school girls are probably like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> this weird little black girl thinks these tiny patches of wooden acre have bears. <laughs> She'd lie to me about that shit. <laughs> Statues. 
my dad kept all of like my dolphin figurines. I had a bunch of like glass oh, and ceramic <laughs> dolphin figurines. I want to be a marine biologist when I grow up. I was, my dad's favorite animals are dolphins, and then I was like, dolphins are super cool. And then he was like, let's collect them together. So he always gets me something dolphin themed, and it's super Aww. fucking cute. I have themes for my sisters, even though they're like 19 and 17, and it's the Nutcracker for Julian because she was obsessed with that ballet when she was a kid, and elephants for Jake. They always knew what they're going to fucking get. It's not super exciting. But I always have really original takes on the gift. So typically I surprise them. And they're always like, Jordan gives the best presents. I'm like, yes, I fucking do. We've come a long fucking way across Wyoming. I told you it was going to be flat as fuck. And then all of a sudden we were going to be in mountains. I wasn't joking. That's true. Maybe I was always meant to go out west. That's what road trips are for. How do you know where you want to move or if you want to experience something new if you don't like dip your toes in first? Now you'll have like a general idea of what most of the whole country is like. And if you want to go somewhere, you can start like planning to go somewhere. Yeah. But I also mean because I was absolutely fucking obsessed with like Little House on the Prairie and I'd like, you'd be like, yeah, we're going to go out and kill this fucking deer and then skin it. And I'd be like, yep, that's exactly what I want to do when I get older. Me too. I was always reading, like, historical fiction, and I'd be like, I had to build a cabin with my own two hands. I loved it. Or then I'd and read stuff these and, like, and I'm like, god damn it, I'm living the wrong life. They'd be like, I'm in the fucking Alaskan-ass wilderness right here, dude. And I'm eating fucking raw bird heart. And I'd be like, goals. Yeah. I'm like, raw meat? It's not that bad, you know? I don't eat it anymore because I used to when I was younger. I'd like straight up eat like raw red meat and it wouldn't matter. But now that I'm getting older, my stomach is like, fucking cook your food. So I cook it a little bit. Same fucking person. Yep. Yep. That's why. <laughs> just, call a Laura, just call us Laura Negroes Wilders. And I really loved her because she was super fucking she was also kind of a tryhard, which also me. How did you not know you were a lesbian? Shit, I don't fucking know. You're like, I want to dress up like a lumberjack and then have a tiny lady in a dress be my wife forever. That's not gay, is it? I, I was talking to, uh, I don't even know who the fuck it was, but I was like, you know, I didn't realize it at the time, but that scene in Mulan where she's, like, walking by in her fucking, like, armor and shit, mm-hmm. and they're just, like, singing, like, a girl we're worth fighting for, and then all the ladies in the rice fields are, like, giggling, and she's like, oh, shit. I was like, I really like that. Mm-hmm. I wonder if people will, like, find me attractive if I look like a man and laugh at me like that. Mm-hmm. And then I had it in my mind. Tiny baby gay. Yeah, little baby gay. I didn't even fucking think about it. I was just like, yeah. And then I remember, like, there was an episode of Little House on the Prairie when Laura sees this guy, this little boy outside the schoolhouse, and wants to, like, impress him. So they go and find, uh, like, they're going digging for fucking gold. Mm-hmm. And they find uh, a bunch of fucking pyrite. But I remember her trying to impress him, stealing her mom's perfume. 
and dousing herself in it, and he told her that she was stinky. Oh, no. And so it backfired on her, and I think about that, and I was just like, I would think it'd be stinky with <laughs> How is she not gay? That's what I want to know. What do you mean she's not gay? Like, Mary, that fucking t- goody two-shoes-ass bitch, like, of course she wasn't gay. She was straight as fuck. Laura? Is she not a prairie gang? Tomboy as fuck. There was an episode where she went, where the fuck am I going? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 90 a, West is where we need to keep going. There is this episode where this little girl shows up to the fucking schoolhouse and she has on bridges. And then Laura was like, damn. She's I got, need some pants. Yeah, she was like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure maybe I'm misremembering it, but I do remember there being an episode where this little bitch shows up in pants and everyone's like, oh, and Laura's like, ah, and I was like, agreed, <laughs> agreed, my dude, had to be gay. Yep, Hill <laughs> House on the Prairie is uh, Queer Theory 101. Queer Theory, bitch. It's how you know that you're a tiny gay girl. Well, that and who do you like more, Kim Possible or Shigo? Obviously gay. <laughs> Clearly.
prints that mom made for her. And I was like, fuck you. So boring. And then whenever she got like scarlet fever and went blind, I was like, I'm not mad about it. <sighs> Mari, the spite, the spite. What? <laughs> the spite for this poor fictitious girl. I hated blonde girls in books. And I hated them in TV shows. I still have a lot of spite for blonde hair people. <laughs> because I get pissed off and I'd be like, You're not special, you're just blonde. I'd be like, Why the fuck is like the yellow haired bitch so important and somebody with black hair is just a nobody? That's and true. I'd, and I'd get really pissed off about it. So, like, I kind of, like, made, a, like, an active decision. Like, I'm not going to, like, fall for blonde hair, blue-eyed people because everybody likes them already and it's fucking stupid. That was my first act of defiance <laughs> against the Eurocentric beauty standards. <laughs> I used to always be so bad because anytime there's anyone with dark hair in a movie or a cartoon, they always had, like, green or blue eyes. And I was yeah. like, there are people with fucking regular brown shit eyes. Yeah, like mine. I'd be like, what's the fucking issue? And so then I'd go around and I'd be like, listen, I don't like the fucking ocean. I can't swim. Therefore, I don't like blue eyes. I want to get lost in that shit. The fuck? I like light blue eyes on darker skinned people, but that was just I because mean, I used to be a weirdo. But I'm just like, no, I don't like this. Give me your standard ass black hair. I also get pissed because you call people with like blonde hair blondes and like brown hair brunettes. I'd be like, where's the name for black haired folk? Mm-hmm. Other than like ebony hair on pale ass white women. Yeah. And I'd be like, no, thank you. I'd be like, where are the girls with fucking brown eyes? And I just want to see the girls. the most common hair color, so what the fuck? Right. And brown eyes are the most common color of eyes, so why couldn't we find a bitch who looked like us? So what the fuck? It's not realistic. Yeah, and so I was like, fuck you, Mary. When she went to the school for the blind, I was like, fuck you. Get out of my episode. I don't want to see you anymore. <laughs> Who the fuck played Paul? I, I vaguely remember him being like, I know that he lays in the bog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not a phrase I was expecting to hear. <laughs> which like, is why I... Re- reacted so subtly because it didn't quite settle it until just a moment ago where I realized what the fuck did you I just say? I him being vaguely attractive but I was still like where's my girl? She's always giving some fucking shenanigans oh. and <laughs> I was like relatable relatable playing baseball and shit with the boys and being like that's drifter oh my god who is that bitch Nelly curly haired blonde bitch I want to say the corner store but that sounds good I'm, that's a little bit too hood for the prairie I don't understand for the prairie you go on down the cornerstone bitch it's like them t- I'm pretty sure that that white bitch in South Dakota thinks that black people are spawned from corner stores and that's why they don't build them there. Honestly. So she was like, never in my life have I ever seen two Negroes together. One Negress, maybe, in the distance, but two Negresses up close. The fuck? I have... Well, I never. Well, I never in my life. I don't know why she sounds... I don't know why she sounds Southern, but... Because... <laughs> Because that's how I imagine every single nostalgically racist person sounds. Oh my god, but fucking Nelly? I almost said Nelly over the 
Springs. <laughs> Nellie and Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> I feel like they, she like had the best baby dolls, and she had the nicest dresses. And she had the fucking like the like little rag curls. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like the white people curls. And she'd be like, "Do you?" My dad owns the shop, and we don't have to have credit that we pay off every week in order to eat and get the sugar. And I'd be like, fuck you. You rich hoe. You dumb bitch. And that's when I started hating rich people. <laughs> you were a gay communist from the beginning. A gay con, I didn't realize it. The signs were all there. They aligned like the constellations in the sky, and you walked away. Yeah, but you returned, my sweet baby gay, to the loving arms of queerness. Truly. And then I got older and I was like, why am I not really interested in men except for a very, very, like, rare, like, I'm like a four in the Kinsey scale. I'm just like, what is going on? And then I just thought, eh, asexual, ignore it. And then now here I am. Which is queer. Gay as hell. Gay as hell. That's how it happens, though. May occasionally, like, dabble the other way, because I don't really know if lesbian is the right term. Probably queer is the best. Yeah. Because that's just how I feel, just a queer-ass person. But, yeah. Queer is good. Queer is very encompassing, especially for somebody like me, who's like, who knows, really? And who cares? Truly. It's nice to have a label, but for the most part, I'm just like, what's the point? It doesn't really matter to me. It makes it sometimes easier to communicate with people, but at the same time, like, if, uh, if you think I'm straight, you're not paying any attention, clearly. Yeah, but I feel like the only reason or the only people you have to explain yourself to are, like, me. That's true. And so, like, why do I have to explain this shit to anybody? And then, like, I guess it was also, like, my dad was really, like, 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 girls are boys. I'd be like, I don't fucking know. And I don't really care to figure it out right now because I'm not really interested in dating anybody. And I just want to go off and get, like, dead shit and put it in my room. Yeah. Like, why do I need to answer for shit that I'm not concerned about right now? Yeah, a lot of people are, like, very concerned about sexuality and relationships and, like, not being alone. But the fact of the matter is, is I was, like, kind of looking forward to being alone forever. Yeah, I used to admire spinsters and stuff. Yeah, I was like, bitch lives in a hut by herself and makes and plant medicines in a hut. spinsters were probably Lived with her friend Judith for no good reason for they 45 years. And they shared a one-room hut and one really big bed, but they definitely were just spinsters. Yeah, and they had a bunch of cows together. No other what things that women could do together. But I didn't see anything bad about that. I was just like a life of not being fucking there, sign me the fuck up. Truly. I'm God, I've just been searching for peace since I was like three years old. The first time I ever felt stressed, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, this is going to be like a long time for me, isn't it? And then it was. And now. It's so sad. My childhood was awful. Um, but now I just like, if, if I am touched by even like a single more drop of stress, I'm going to fucking implode. Literally, I'm gone. And so, uh, yeah, I'm not fucking doing it. I'm doing this right now. It was like literally in my mind, I was just like, I'm not really concerned about me. Like, wow, she didn't get married. And 
don't see why that's a bad thing. She yeah, not getting married family. sounded great. She wanted to. She didn't have kids. She had her own fucking house. Or maybe she worked. Had her own fucking wages, her own land, her own fucking property. What? Tight. Yeah, and then, like, as a kid, I was just like, yeah. That's something that I, I aspire to. Being left kind of, the fuck alone. Although Tyler is, like, super great, so I can't really complain, because he's kind of like being left the fuck alone. Like, if I need some space, he's totally chill with that. It's nice to be able to be really independent. I know, it <laughs> makes me sick, too, because I'm like, I need someone I can be completely independent of, but still loves me. And uh, Tyler's like, here I am. And, and I kind of hate that he's, like, that good of a person. Isn't that disgusting? <laughs> I know, it sucks when your partner is completely supportive and you have literally no complaints. Truly. And you know what? A bitch loves to complain, but I have nothing but good things to say because he's way cooler than me. I think you're pretty cool. You're just cool in different ways. Yeah, but he's just like infinitely chiller than me. I wish I could get on that level, but that's never gonna be. No. I've been too stressed of a household to be chill. Yeah, I have zero chill. Zero. That would be super great. Like, this was clearly a hundred years of scissoring. <laughs> I remember. I was like, I only watched like amateur porn, and like I was paying for like a website, like Christie's, for like a hot minute because I was like, I'm not gonna go on Pornhub. Fuck this. I'm like, but ethical porn is important. It's like there's no selection, first of all, and second of all, you're never guaranteed how old that person is. And third of all, honestly, it's so, like, straight sex kind of, like, grosses me out a little bit. Yeah, that's, that's, I was telling somebody on Twitter the other day, like, I can really only watch queer porn because, like, yeah. cis men don't it, give a fuck about, like, their presentation, just, and looks, I don't want to see looks, that. It looks abusive, and I yeah. can't get off on that. Like, I get some people really do, like, being degraded and shit like that, but I think that there's, like, a difference between, like, small porn producers like doing BDSM work yeah versus like big porn producers doing shit where like I think like the big thing is like, when it's fake it's hard to get down to cause you can tell you're like actually that is hurting you and that's yeah, not it makes me feel gross and it makes me feel like I'm supporting the abuse of women and also I just think that like nobody acknowledges women's sexuality in these films because it's literally for the male gaze so yes, while these women may actually enjoy having sex and being sex workers and being in these like tapes, maybe they like enjoy this entire practice. You know that's fine for them, but I can't support it for me ethically. Like I'm sick of seeing women gagged on dicks. Yeah. Like Ugh. I don't enjoy it. I don't enjoy watching people getting throat fucked and then being like fucked ruthlessly because I'm just like okay, like. This is all about men's sexuality, and I don't really like the fact that, like, straight sex seems to be very, like, phallocentric. Well, then, from, like, a lot of major porn producers that do things like that, they have to be on, like, meds and things sometimes. Mm -hmm. And that weirds me out. Like, you have to take, like, pain medication to do this. That's kind of scary to me. I don't like it, so I'll just buy, like, a month pass or something like that to, like, Mercy's or some other, like, small, usually, like, clear content, like, majority, like, websites. And I remember this one girl, she was fucking getting down 
and she literally had like scissors tattooed on her arm. Like they're fucking like the scissors were scissoring, and I was like, I now know that this is real lesbian porn. <laughs> I was just like, obviously they're like, really getting into this, but also this bitch has like <laughs> fucking scissors on her arm, yep. huge. Yeah, took up the whole fucking forearm, and I was like, I found my place. <laughs> Does that make sense, though? Just, like, yeah. feeling grossed out by it? No, I'm, no, I'm on the like same I, tip. It is gross. Like, suck with men, and it's not, like, horrible or whatever, because, like, penetration and stuff like that, but, like, it's really hard to find partners who aren't, like, choke on my dick, and I'm like, absolutely not. If you don't reciprocate, I'm not doing that. Yeah. People who don't reciprocate oral have a special place in hell. I just kind of make it apparent, which is why, like, when I slept with Paul, didn't oh. even fucking finish. He was just like, I can't. And I was just like, I also can't with you. Like, intimidated him into going soft. Oh, Same no. thing happened with Natty because I was like, I don't enjoy it. And he's like, well, I kind of can't tell. And I'm like, if you can't tell if somebody's enjoying having sex with you, you're probably doing it wrong. Yeah. And made him feel bad about himself. Well, I mean, you could be honest. Like, that's why it's weird to me that Natty was so much older than you, but even for the chance of more experience, like, still wasn't good at having sex. That just means he never listened or, like, paid any attention. No, and I think it's also because he was sleeping with a lot of, like, sorority-ish girls that haven't really reached that place in their feminism where they realize that it's perfectly okay to be vocal about whether or not you like sex. Because the thing is, is that that person's not having sex with you. You're both engaging in this act. And just like allowing somebody to use you just because like you want to be liked or perhaps like you really you know it's just like if you don't enjoy it just fucking say something yeah it's not that fucking hard because it's better to not get off and just kind of stop the process than to have really unsatisfactory sex and look back and think that you wasted your time that's 100 percent true which is intimidating to some people but i mean like at the next rest area can we stop so i can pee because i drink that whole same problem of course because like I grew up in an abusive household and if somebody was already okay with taking liberties with my body in a violent way like how was I going to be able to communicate consent or even know what it was until like I learned a lot more and I think like, and that's people take advantage issue. of that too. because like you don't like you're kind of led to believe that sexual assault is always like being held down and forcibly like raped in some odd space by somebody that you don't know so when you are having sex with somebody and you and things kind of go sour, it's kind of hard to kind of, like, say, like, is this just, like, is this possible within a relationship? I mean, obviously it is, but sometimes it's kind of hard to accept that. Yeah. No, I had to have, like, a therapist tell me that it was sexual assault. And I was like, no, because we were together. And they're like, no, dude, like, if you didn't want to be in a relationship with this person and they refused to move out, so you were forced to sleep with them again because like, all of these circumstances surrounding it meant that, like, you were not... You might have. You might want to look up, uh, rest. I think we can follow the sign right here. But basically, like, I just didn't know shit, so things happened because I didn't know anything. 
big horn of mushrooms Howdy, y'all. Uh, this is going to be a minor break in between the audio clips. The one that comes after this is much shorter than the first one and was edited by someone who actually knows what to do with sound. So it should be a lot better. That's why I trapped you with the bad stuff in the first place. Um, I would just like to say thank you to those of you who have continued to listen as we improve. I know our first episode was rough. And frankly, if you're just jumping in right now, I don't blame you. Uh, I also want to thank all of our patrons and Amari, because even though she is not recording this with me, she's always in my heart. Uh, so, yeah, here's the next clip. And the thing is, is like this whole idea was because someone who I've been online friends with on and off for like years and years is an illustrator. And I came up with this thread on Twitter about what would it be like if uh, all of the supernatural heroes and TV shows were black or native, and how it would just be a lot of problems getting solved. Um, and so I wrote like a long. It would just be slapping medicine man. It would just be slap, <laughs> slap big medicine man. Why are that African? Well, why not? Because they don't understand time the way that I do. Slap. Then be gentle. Because I remember like having that argument with Maddie in particular, because like time is completely relative to your culture. Like one hundred percent, it's tied to like 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 in Japan, if like a train is like one minute late, that's like a travesty. We have like ten minute before, ten minute after. Some people are just like, I'll show up, and you don't know when. They're gonna fucking show up. That's me. I run on CPT, bitches. Black people time? Colored people time. And so I remember him being like, well, when you're in a different country, it's like your job to assimilate. And I'm just like, you do realize that, like, you can't really change your culture. Also, fuck any white person who says that people need to assimilate to shit in America. You mean you didn't assimilate anything? You just murdered and raped a lot of people. Can you see what that gas says? I think it says two sixty nine and three thirteen on diesel. Do you want to get gas? Yeah, we should. Also, I gotta pee. Well, anyways, I gotta finish. I I I wasn't prepared to write a graphic novel, and then my friend was city was like, "Oh no, we're doing this." So and then sent me a bunch of resources to learn how to properly storyboard because I'm used to writing long form, and also. And also, because I just got out of college, it's been a long time since I've written anything creative, so it was like flexing a whole new muscle again. Um, probably where the giant sign is. Right there. They're going to take a quick right. Um, but yeah. East on exit 437 toward US 385 South. Shut up, Dash Lynch. In a quarter mile. Merge on. Silence. My little brain does not, like, focus that much. Like, I hear it, but, like, I can't see. (laughs) All right, y'all, this is goodbye. Thanks for listening in. And uh, I think that we're probably going to be launching our next episode on the Pacific Northwest after the first of the year. Our next scheduled date would have been the 23rd or the 24th. But that's when I'm going to be traveling around for the holidays, and so is Amari. And then directly after that is New Year's. So we're going to take a brief hiatus, and instead of every two weeks, we'll be back in three or so. Uh, I will be making announcements on social media as to when the next episode is. So keep an eye out. 
And thanks for listening. Bye.